With the outbreak of COVID-19, otherwise known as the coronavirus, the producers of today's episode of The Sands of Modesto would like to remind viewers that the staging of certain scenes has been altered for the actor's safety. The Sands of Modesto. But you were killed in that plane crash. That's what I was told. But I'm alive. Oh, come, let me hold your face, my darling. What the hell are you doing? Tanya! How did you find us? You think if my ex-husband came back into town, I wouldn't know about it? Bitch, this is Majesto. So it is. I'm sorry. I overreacted. I never thought... Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are. That's the wrong intro, right? What are you doing? <laughs> Bitch, this is Modesto. <laughs> How is that not a t-shirt? My favorite t-shirt was the Modesto, a killer place to live. Yeah. <laughs> As back in the day, you got to be an old timer Modesto to get that one. So, otherwise, it's. I, uh, I, I bet you there will be the bitch. This is Modesto T-shirt oh, showing up now. Got to be. <laughs> so, kind of a new project here. Rod and I have sat down and said, you know, plausibly live is a political show, and I kind of wanted to get away from that a little bit. I've been jonesing to get away from that. Rod is a is a beer guy. Plus, he's a computer information security guy. Yeah, yeah. information technology. I was trying to think of the real word for it, right? Information yeah. technology. So anyway, we wanted to do something a little bit different. Rod comes to us from the Ale Evangelist show where they copiously drank. Yes, taste tested. Is that Two what you guys call it? Taste yeah. testing? Yeah, we actually tasted new beers just about every time. Hmm. I just, I just figured it was drinking. Um, and yep. we've got some competition already. This is our first time doing this. This is our first time sitting down. And we already have competition. Why do you the shark... Whitey from okay. the Ale Evangelist show yeah. is doing a show with Hank where they sit around and drink beer now. Seriously. I'm I serious. Didn't know that. So watch for that too. So we've decided, I've decided anyway, you're going to drink beer tonight, right? You, what do you, what do you I got am drinking beer. What do you got? I have got the Big Bad Baptist Imperial Stout from Epic Brewing. It is a nice beer with keiko nibs and coffee and aged in whiskey barrels. Mm. And oddly enough, I have Wyoming whiskey from from Wyoming, from a, a little go. town in Wyoming, uh, Kirby, Wyoming, which is uh, one of my favorite places to be. And for those of you who don't know, I'm a I'm a huge Wyoming guy. I, <laughs> I'm running for governor of the state of Wyoming. I don't know if you knew that. 2030. I remember you saying that. Yes. My, my campaign has already started. So once Ben turns 18 in 2028, gets the heck out of here, then yeah. uh, then I'm moving to Wyoming where I will run for governor. <laughs> The state of the state of Wyoming. So I may have to come visit you. You might as well. I mean, what do you got yeah. to lose? Right. So. So that's what I'm having. I'm having Wyoming whiskey. Which is not uh, just to be just to be clear, is not my normal drink. No. I, I was actually going to do a margaritas tonight, which is my normal drink because I do like tequila quite a bit. But Rod started talking about this big, bad beer. And I thought, <laughs> why am I drinking pussy tequila when I could be drinking Wyoming whiskey? Right? There you go. The problem with this stuff, of course, is that it's uh it's whiskey. Yeah, so it's I do whiskey. have I do have a club chase club soda chaser just in case, because you know <laughs> let's face it, this stuff uh well, it'll yeah. hit you. It'll hit you. Don't give me that salt, shake the red line. Don't give me that come back to you this time. Don't muddle 
right now. Make it burn. I love that song. You, you didn't sip that. No, I didn't. <laughs> what, are you supposed to? I do. I know they're sipping tequilas. <laughs> Why the hell would you sip it? Well, you know, you get the when you're drinking whiskey, you get there's the oak flavor and various things burn. from the different whiskeys. It, it does burn, but you know, you sip it. Really this is pretty good stuff. This is very smooth. It's not. Uh, of course, it is about at least a year and a half old too. Yeah. I bought it when last time I was in Kirby, Wyoming, which was um, we took Ben to see Yellowstone and my favorite parts of Wyoming, which are uh, Thermopolis, which is where the the hot pools are. Okay. And we spent a couple days there. And then we went to a place called uh, Buffalo, Wyoming. We actually stayed in Sheridan. It's a little bit south of Sheridan. One of my favorite places on the planet is uh, Fort Phil Kearney and the site of the Fetterman Massacre, which sounds bizarre, I know, but uh, but that is one of my favorite places on the planet, and I wanted him to see it. And I really thought 2006 had been the last time I was there, and I really thought that was the last time I'd ever get to go there. Uh-huh. And lo and behold, you know, Cammy says, what do you want to do with our vacation? I said, well, let's go to Wyoming. And and we did. And we, we went there, Little Bighorn, um, of course, a couple days in Yellowstone. And uh, it was, uh, th- that was not the chaser, by the way. That's just some Sprite yeah. to put over the ice, <laughs> which I will then add whiskey to eventually. But um, anyway, it's a great vacation. And in the, it, the last time I was there, they didn't have Wyoming whiskey. This time they did. And we stopped. We stopped at the distillery, and we got in there too early. They opened at like ten or something. We were there uh, at eight thirty. So, I hoofed it on down the road a little bit to a little liquor store and bought some uh, a, a tribal liquor store where you don't have to pay. <laughs> and bought some, bought a couple of bottles. Gave one to my cousin and got one myself. That is really good. It's the first time I've really. I opened it this afternoon. Oh, just to let okay. it air a little bit. And it is. That it, is. Remarkable. That's one of the reasons why I like sipping the whiskey. It doesn't burn as bad when you're just sipping it. It doesn't burn at all, man. I don't think it did. Anyway, how's your beer? It's very good. You can smell the chocolate. You can taste the coffee. It's good. I feel so manly right now. <laughs> I can taste beer the snob? What? I, I can taste the chocolate. Yeah, make it burn. Make it burn, bitch. This so, is Modesto. I didn't talk about the, you get the oak barrel from the whiskey stuff. You can kind of taste the whiskey in here, right. too. Okay. Well, that's good news. <laughs> so I'm going to have to graduate to harder liquor, I guess, for our next one. I don't know. <laughs> this this will be a rarity because believe me, I'm not working tonight or tomorrow. And my wife uh, has tomorrow off. So believe me, there's a certain thing that happens to me. I don't want to get too specific here, but there's a certain thing that happens to me when I drink that... She's going to know as soon as I walk into the to the room. You've been drinking, haven't you? And I'm never going to hear the end of it because neither of us work tomorrow. So, at any rate, at any rate, it was uh, love this stuff. It's good. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, the sands of Modesto. We are yes. both. Rod lives in Modesto or Oakdale, right outside of yeah. Modesto. It's like Modesto North. Yeah, right. kind of northeast. North. Oh, are we going to get that technical here? Well, I mean, you people get are going to look at it in the map. <laughs> right. If you look at Modesto, because because Modesto sits at a, at a weird angle. This is the part, 99 north and south. 99 runs north and south. But through Modesto, it runs at basically a 45-degree angle. Very strange. It's very it's weird. It's like 16 west up here now. 16 west goes north from Tacoma to, to where I live. And... Yeah, if you, try, if you tried, used to be you could tell which way where you were going by which direction the highway went, but you can't do that anymore. 
So anyway, Rod lives there. I, I lived there for 20 years. It was it was one of my favorite places to live in a lot of ways. Um, and I still feel like I have a lot of connections to the Modesto area. I, I did live in Manteca for about half that time. But again, it's just like on the other side of the river from Ripon. I mean, you can stand on the bridge and throw a rocket at Pretty Manteca. Much. So, and that's basically Modesto and will be when Dermayer, if he's still around, gets his way and invades Salinavakia <laughs> and takes over that whole thing. And for those of you who don't get it, sorry, it's we had a mayor who was determined to annex part of the county that didn't want to be annexed by him. And I happened to be on the air at the time. So I started referring to it as Salinavakia, which did not make him happy when I started calling him Dermayer. <laughs> he was uh, pretty pissed off about that. And uh, Kevin and I went out to the, the, the little place, Wood Colony, Salida, those areas, and we had a ball dealing with those people. Anyway, that was, God, that was tw- almost 15 years ago. No, it wasn't that long ago, was it? It was 2014. How long ago was that? That's six years. I've had one drink, and my math is already gone. <laughs> um, no, I feel like an NBC, MSNBC host. I, I can't. If you're expecting yeah. me to do math, you're in the wrong freaking place. That's all I'm going to tell you, because I do not do math, especially live on the air. Somebody, Brian Brody of uh, the Brian Brody Show, good friend Brian Brody, who is recovering still from like his fifth brain surgery or something. Uh. He, he posted that MSNBC article the other day about, you know, the math error that they made. Sure. I'm like, he's like, what, what do you think? And I said, dude, I made literally the same exact mistake the first year I was on the air. And I had people <laughs> calling me and telling me, no, dude, that's not right. And I'm like, what do you mean it ain't right? Of course it's right. I can do math. And then during the break, during the break, the, the, the uh, oh, not the OM, but the PD came in and went, Heather, some of you remember Heather came in and went, here's a calculator. Do the math. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> anyway, so I, 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 I don't make any judgments on it, but it is kind of funny if you think about it. Sure, so, it is. I am from Modesto. Rod lives in Modesto. If you've never been to Modesto, listen, uh, man, if you like fruits and vegetables during the summertime, Excellent it is place. the place to be. If you like almonds, sorry, almonds, <laughs> it's not the place to be right now because it's snowing there. It doesn't really snow. It's technically almond pollen or al- almond. It's the al- almond blossoms. And let are. me tell you what. They they are actually they've already started falling from the trees. Yeah, I saw I saw one of yeah. the local politicians post a picture that they did. So I moved there from Georgia. Everyone was done with their selfies and their family portraits and all of the uh, <laughs> almond groves. Yeah, I moved there from Georgia. Never had a problem one with with allergies. I came to Modesto and it was like, oh my freaking god! <laughs> I wanted to claw my eyeballs out from about middle of March, early March till yeah. about April. I mean, Benadryl didn't even help me. So if you're allergic to stuff, stay away from there right now. But after April, go and you will have, I mean, you will eat like, and the Mexican food there. Oh, yes. We went out to Mexican today here and it was good. Don't get me wrong. I love the little Mexican place we have here, but they don't have green sauce. Uh, they don't do the cabbage thing. They don't, it's like they never even heard of it, <laughs> which makes me think that Mexican food is regional. Kind of like Chinese, Maybe. Szechuan, Mandarin. Maybe. Whatever yeah. the other one is. I don't know. You ask them for green sauce, they stare at you like, quoi? Which is not how you say that in Spanish, but what the hell do I know about anything? Um, anyway, we're both from Modesto, so it was with great humor that we watched Saturday Night Live last week where they had 
the sands of Modesto, which was hilarious. Oh, my God. So for those of you who haven't seen it, we'll link it up in the post for this. But in essence, it was a soap opera take on just general soap operas, I guess, would be the way to look at it. But but it was set in Modesto for reasons I have no bitch. This is Modesto. God, I want that T-shirt so bad. Coronavirus um, hasn't hit us yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and how's here, man? Let me tell you what. They got, they, they're arguing now today, which is the whole thing here is, is about the coronavirus. But now they're saying this nursing home where all these people died. They've got mm-hmm. 31 confirmed cases of it now. It's like yeah. everybody in the place has it. And anyway, n- nobody knows if they really did or not. So th- they were making fun of the overreaction to the coronavirus. And it was Daniel Craig kissing some gal through the through the plastic and yeah, that was covering hilarious. her with the plastic with the whole thing. And it was all about the overreaction to the coronavirus, right? I mean, that's yeah, kind of what you it saw. Was. It, it was making fun of the overreaction. And that's the Saturday Night Live, folks. This is not a bastion of conservative values here by any stretch of the imagination. This is Lauren Michaels. This is NBC, you know, the same people at MSNBC. And even they get that this whole thing is an overreaction. So if everybody, including Saturday Night Live, gets that this is an overreaction. It's the news media. Is it? Is that all it is? Is it just the news media? Because I keep seeing articles in my local news saying, stop panicking. Stop going to Costco and buying all the toilet paper. I think it's that. It's also the politicians. I mean, don't waste a crisis, right? But all the politicians I'm seeing are saying, Stop the panic. Most of them, anyway. Some of them are mad at this article yesterday about Mike Pence. Um, Yahoo News was mad at Mike Pence because the White House didn't want to tell senior citizens not to fly. What? They didn't want to tell senior citizens not to fly. Hmm. Okay, maybe it's a grammar thing. Maybe I'm looking at it going, they didn't want to tell them not that they didn't, negative, want to tell them, the seniors, not to fly. So they wanted to tell them to fly. Well, that's the way I read it, but the headline didn't say that. But obviously they were upset with them because they weren't out, you know, tackling grandma. She was trying to get on the plane to go see her grandkids, (laughs) which seems like that's what they wanted her to do, right? Yeah. I mean, the whole thing was bizarre to me the whole thing is just strange in a lot of ways but it's this overreaction i think we're all agreed that it's an overreaction and yet it keeps happening why well you know california our governor declared a state of emergency it's when you've got governments doing that there you go Another shot down. You're going to get this every time. You know? Every time I have a shot, you're going to get this. Make it burn. Make it burn. You're going to get that every single time. You know. That. Okay. So. <laughs> I love that. The Brothers Osborne, man. They are. God, I'd kill to have that voice. but I'd kill to be able to play the guitar like that. Anyway, point being that. I, I'm starting to wonder about this whole thing because somebody is making money on this deal. Somebody has to be making money on this. And I don't know. I can't figure out who it is. It's not. 
It's not the media, right? I mean, well, I mean, they're driving viewership, right? By some of the sensational headlines and stuff like that. So the more viewers they get, the more ad revenue. Are they, though? I haven't seen the. Well, I, I, I don't the... typically watch the, the the major news stations anymore. Yeah. By the way, by the way, I'm using my my submarine glass, my highball. Are glass. you? Yeah. There you go. All right, I'm too into this, and you can see it's already my ears are starting to burn a little bit. It's awesome. Anyway, it's what, warm here. How far are you into that beer? Uh, that I'm beer. about a third of the way through, and this is uh, what is the percentage on this one? This is 88, uh, 44% alcohol by volume. This is 10%. Right. So I'm 30% ahead of you. Not that we're competing or anything, because we're not. It's either, it's either a zero or an eight. I can't tell. <laughs> I don't have my glasses on. Oh, forget that. It sucks getting I old. Just, I just look at this thing, and I'm, I'm confused as to what's going on here, because it, it, isn't, it isn't that... I mean, if you try to say that the coronavirus is unimportant, you're going to get pilloried. You're going to get you're going to get bitched at by people from Modesto saying, bitch, this is Modesto. How can you treat the coronavirus like it's not the most important thing in the world? Right. I mean, well, people well, react in that way. It seems to be more important to certain age groups or health conditions. Well, it is epidemiologically speaking. Is that a word or did I yeah. just make up one? At least I said it right. At least I heard it. <laughs> Epidemiologically. Somebody looked that up. We need a producer already. Anyway, we do. Marshall, where you at? Anyway, um, you're right. To certain groups, it is important. Seniors, people with you know, compromised uh, medical Immune systems, systems. Uh, kids. I, I get it. But if you go out and tell a coronavirus joke right now, you're going to get people are going to get pissed. Why? I, don't, I, I was thinking about this the other day. Do you know what day I heard the first 9-11 joke? Yes, there are 9-11 jokes. I know this is going to shock some of you. Do you know when I heard the first 9-11 joke? No. So Louis Black is a comedian who did his routine about six months later was about he had a show or something that night. He had big plans for the weekend. And this happened on a Tuesday morning. And he said, I'll say it. Nobody, nobody else will say it, but I'll say it. It just screwed up my whole weekend's plans. And I thought to myself, well, there goes this week. Which is, <laughs> But that, even that wasn't the first one. The first one I heard was on 9-13, two days okay. after. Why didn't Superman save the Twin Towers? Because <laughs> he was a quadriplegic. Ah. You got to go way back for that one, because if, if, if you're like under the age of th- 40, you won't get that. Yes. Right. If you're over the age of 40, you kind of go, ha, oh, wait, I'm not supposed to laugh at that. And if you heard that on 913, you snorked and then went, oh, crap. I'm laughing at something that's not funny, but it is. And now I'm being told Wired Magazine actually has an article, an article, Rod, a five to 800 word article that I can't even read right now. Um <laughs> That says, is it okay to joke about the coronavirus? I would say yes. Well, of course you would say yes. I would say yes. I'm sure Chris Teixeira, in all his glory, or Anthony K, would say yes. Sorry, Ant K. He's, he's changed his moniker now. Again, Modesto references. Sorry, if you're not up to that, let's Google it. <laughs> anyway, point being that 
everybody would say yes, except for Wired Magazine, who says, quote, it's complicated. <sighs> because, you know, humor is subjective. Well, yeah, sticks and stones, right? I mean, it just seems like we're overly sensitive to words these days. Um, you know, you can't insult anybody without them taking offense. Right. Which is, which if you come back to this coronavirus thing, okay, are people just looking for something to be terrified of? Uh, just like maybe. they're looking for something to be offended by? Well, it's so it, we have the outrage culture. So what would this be? The fear culture? Yeah, it would be. We're all going to die. Yeah. God, we had callers to the show back in 2008, 2009, somewhere near about something. What the hell was it? Some kind of bird flu. Yeah, the avian, avian bird flu. Avian bird flu or something. And I had a caller, Tim from Moore Park, who was just absolutely, every time he called, we're all going to die from this, and you're not even talking about it. And I used to say, him, you know why I'm not talking about it? Because yeah. if we're all going to die, who cares? I mean, if it's going to kill us all, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. I was... I was the chair of a pande- pandemic, the avian bird flu pandemic task force at the uh, place where I worked in the past. And yeah. And what did you do? Uh, we asked around and then realized that just normal business continuity practices should handle the, the response to this. That if for some reason that we're, Those we can't come words. to work, we work remotely. Business continuity practices. Yep. Some big words, man. What the hell does it that is. mean? I'm surprised I got those out right now. Epidemiologically speaking, what do those mean? So businesses, when whenever there's a disaster, should have a plan. The Twin Towers is an example of I'm that. Sorry. There are some businesses that went out of business because their the towers fell. There were others that had a business continuity plan. So what do we do if we can't come to work or if our systems are offline or if the bird flu kills us or or coronavirus. Well, the bird flu kills you, you're not going to need to worry about it, right? Well, no, but the business tries to survive. That's why you have a business continuity okay. plan. How do you continue the business when, you, when you're disrupted? Okay. So that makes sense. I got tasked this week with an organization I belong to to come up with a contingency plan for what we were going to do for our, we were supposed to have a general meeting, I think Saturday the 18th or something. What are you going to do if, if the coronavirus is blah, 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 it was never made clear to me what we were going to what, it, what what the coronavirus was going to do. Uh, what what are what are your plans? And so I'm meeting with the executive board over the weekend, and I'm like, "So we've been told to have a contingency plan. What should we do?" And everybody kind of stared at each other, like everybody's afraid to say something because you can't say anything and and be taken seriously in a way yeah. that's. So I said, "Here's the contingency plan. We're going to have a meeting. We're going to send out an email to everybody in the organization saying." If you're sick or afraid of getting sick, stay home. Yeah. And I sent that to the national guy. <laughs> he was like, okay. And I feel yeah. like, I, I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> I should feel like I actually, I feel Uh-oh. like I should be a, a product of accomplishing something and I don't. Well, see, the, the challenge with that, though, is that if you're, if you're a larger organization and your IT staff is sick and they go home, but right. if they don't have that remote access and they can't work from home, then what? If you have a problem, who do you call? Ghostbusters. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Who you going to call? 
I don't know, man. This whole thing just impresses me as there's there's it's a kabuki theater. That's what it impresses me yeah. as. It's we're we're watching the magician in front of us wave his hand. Look at my hand. See nothing in my hand. And well, so are they trying to get the stock market to take a dive? Who's going to make a, Who's going to make the profit off of that when it goes down? I mean, there are some businesses. I mean. Clorox stands to benefit Bloomberg. quite a bit. Bloomberg just wasted five hundred million. He <laughs> needs to make that back. <laughs> yeah, just by you know getting a dollar from every American. <laughs> I think that's one point five seven dollars, but I'm not doing the math. So. <laughs> no, but there are people that are going to make money on this. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty good friends with Chris Markowski, the Markowski Investments. And he's begging me to send him money because when this thing, now's the time to buy. And I'm like, dude, I, yeah. I, I don't have any money because I'm married and I have <laughs> three kids living with me and two grandkids. And anyway, and a 16-year-old truck that's dying. Anyway, point being, somebody's making money on this deal, and I get that. But this Kabuki theater in front of us, watch this, watch this, watch this. And in the meantime, what the heck's going on in the other hand? I mean, we're reacting as if this is Alex Jones's wet dream of a conspiracy theory. Yeah, I don't bad. like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. That's how we're reacting. Everybody is. I mean, not me and not you, of course, so I shouldn't say everybody, but, sure. well, people who think aren't. But, but somehow we're being told that this is the reaction, that everybody's panicking. Please stop panicking. Every time they say, stop panicking. It's like well, thinking of the not thinking of the pink elephant in the room. I guess if everybody who keeps saying stop panicking, don't panic. There's nothing to worry about. Don't panic. Don't panic. Would 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 actually stop panicking and stop worrying about it? Yeah, we wouldn't be having all this. And then of course the stock market is going down on coronavirus fears. Today it's about oil, which is completely unrelated. That's yes. Saudi Arabia messing with Russia, which I'm in favor of. I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> But in the meantime, the the economy, the economy, Rod, the economy is collapsing because the yes. stock market is down. What? Yeah. Well, there are other supply chain fears with, with China being shut down. Remember the whole smog issue where their right. smog cleared up? All their industry shut down, so they're not shipping the supplies that a lot of our manufacturing over here requires components of. So there's a trickle effect that's going to happen because of that. So there is that. some impact from a financial standpoint, but not to the point where the stock market needs to take the dives that they're doing. So, okay, everybody keeps the first couple of days, everybody's saying, oh, this is just a correction. The stock market's overvalued. And I buy that. I buy that argument. I don't, yeah. I don't have a problem with that argument. But, okay, at what point do they stop saying, the market crashed again another thousand points today over fears of the coronavirus. They got to keep. We got to stop linking that. Who has to stop doing that? The media, because the media is the one telling me not to panic. Someone's tying it to them. It, it, I know, but I don't. It's like Wired magazine running the articles about stop panicking about coronavirus. People are stupid panicking over the coronavirus, and then running an article saying the coronavirus is the worst thing that's ever happened. It's the most infectious thing ever. And it's going, you are going to be infected. But stop worrying about it. <laughs> well, it's a damn good thing I got another bottle of Wyoming whiskey, huh? There you Let's go. Get really familiar with that. And 
I'm pretty sure that'll kill any virus inside me. You'll have to pick me up one of those next time you go up next there, duty free. Kirby, Kirby, Wyoming. <laughs> Ever been to Kirby, Wyoming? It's I've just, never been to Wyoming. It's, it's literal. What? It's it's on my list of retirement places that I need to go visit. Wow. All you people that have never been to Wyoming, man, I don't know what's wrong with you. Wyoming is beautiful. It is big. I mean, big. I mean, giganormous. It is big. So anyway, the point being that Kirby, Wyoming sits in this little notch in the valley. So you're driving down the highway. I think it's 16. I don't remember. It might be 12. Anyway, no, it can't be 12. It's got to be 16. So you're driving highway, down Highway 16, and you come around this corner, and there's this little notch in the 10,000-foot mountains. Way back in there, you see the distillery. And that's it. That's all that's huh. there. That's Kirby. So not that, not that you care or in any way, shape, or form are going to be guided by this, but it has anything to do with anything. But that's where it is. If you ever get right in central Wyoming, and you can't miss it. Well, I guess you could if you don't go there. Like some people apparently have not. I have not been, no. <laughs> you know, they brew beer in Wyoming, right? Uh, they do, too. Hey, this this Big Bad Baptist is brewed in, uh, well, let's see here, Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> really? Salt yep. Lake, huh? Well, it is Baptist, right? How the hell did that happen? <laughs> I mean, I grew up in Utah, and I'm... Mm, don't get me started on that, because we're supposed to be talking about the coronavirus, mm. right? I'm sorry. Supposed to be talking about that. Just, We're supposed to, be, <laughs> supposed to be talking about the media overreaction to this and our own overreaction to this. And somehow or another, you get me on Utah. And I, uh, they just need to drink more. Somebody the other day, remember when Mitt Romney voted for the impeachment thing the other day? Yeah. Okay. So every conservative friend that I have, which is more than I am comfortable admitting, um, posted on their Facebook page or their social media about how Mitt Romney was going to get thrown out of office for this. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I like, are you out of your freaking minds? Have you ever been to Utah? Mitt Romney is going to win in a landslide. It's not even going to be close. It's not even going to be. And and somebody who happens to belong to the dominant faith there got a little pissy with me about why? Why? Why do you say that? Because I I'd put in there, you don't know anything about Utah if you believe this. <laughs> and, and he got pissy with me about me, 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 me. What do you mean? Meaning. How dare you criticize the dominant church there? I just, dude, I grew up there. I know what I'm talking about. So <laughs> anyway, which has nothing to do with coronavirus unless it just no. happens to infect Mitt Romney. And I'm sorry. <laughs> so but my pay- Cruz, you know, hey, uh, <laughs> Cruz was uh, self-quarantining himself. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. Excuse my French, but that's bullshit. You know what they're doing? They're taking a freaking paid vacation is what they're doing <laughs> oh, i'm gonna sell i'm gonna quarantine myself i'm a politician i get i get paid whether i work or not right i mean i got an email hey where's Bus- that guy with the coronavirus i want to go shake his hand business continuity plan we need a business <laughs> continuity plan for congress and senate so if i get the coronavirus what do i do yeah <laughs> sit at home and and drink highballs from whiskey wyoming whiskey and 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 literally that's it, right? I mean, yeah. That's all I got to freaking do. And uh, yeah, I see a politician say, "Yeah, I'm I'm setting the example." <laughs> and I just want to throw up. I mean, I really do. I just want to. I just I, yeah. That is 
I'm sorry, that's the biggest pile of bovine excrement since the deforestation of Czechoslovakia, Prague, when they threw that guy out of the window because he was the wrong religion. Yeah. You don't get that joke? Oh, come on, people. Go back two shows and see it. Anyway, those are the guys who were talking about throwing them out of the window. And, yeah. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? My PayPal account got hacked today. No real. So I get up this morning, and the first thing I get is a text on my phone saying, did you authorize a $5.44 payment on PayPal? And I had to think about it because I I do pay a lot of my bills through PayPal. Like I have a lot of subscriptions to apps on my TV because I do all streaming TV. So I got CBS All Access. I got Smithsonian. I get, you know, all that crap. So I had to think for a minute. But but it's such an odd number because most of them are four ninety nine, which works out to six twelve or something with taxes and because we have yeah. a lot of taxes up here, unlike California, where you don't. Um, <laughs> so, so I had to think for a minute. $5.44. So that's weird. And then I thought, okay, I was playing Jelly Splash yesterday. Did I buy anything? I don't think I did because I'm, I'm a cheapskate when it comes to these games. I know they build these games and they make them, they make them so that you have to buy Stuff. It's, it's called microtransactions. I I think it's just they want you to pay to cheat, but you know, at any rate, I refuse to do it. I I quit playing Angry Birds Friends. So all you people that are wondering where I went on Angry Birds Friends, I got tired of paying money for it. Eh, this is BS. I Rod, admission time. Uh-oh. I spent three hundred freaking fifty dollars last year on Angry Birds Friends. Okay. So yeah. I had to say to myself, you know what? It's it's, it's painful but it's time to stop you are absolved now that is nowhere near what my wife spends at starbucks but i'm not going to criticize that because you know that would be wrong at any rate my paypal at least you get a beverage with that (laughs) starbucks she doesn't even drink coffee (laughs) it's a vente iced sugar-free vanilla latte with light ice and one percent milk it's a flavored sugar it's not coffee. I know that because I get coffee and they want two bucks for that. And it's like, why would I pay you two bucks when I could go spend $15 for six um, K cops? And yeah, those things are getting expensive too. Anyway, yeah, there. So I had to think about it for a minute. Did I actually buy anything? And, and the answer was no, I didn't. And so I said, no. And then they text me back saying, go check your PayPal account because, you know, <laughs> Obviously, somebody is trying to pay. We've declined the transaction. We've protected your best interest, but you need to go check this. And, of course, please go check it right now, which is ridiculous because it's, you know, 530 in the frickin' morning. Yeah. Except that it really isn't. It's 630 in the morning. Why? Because of time change. And I can't even complain about that because I'm the one son of a gun in the entire world who is in favor of daylight savings time permanently, and the change, quote-unquote, doesn't bother me because I don't have a schedule. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. You're welcome. <laughs> so so I drag myself out of my, my five-foot-nine-and-a-quarter-inch ass out of bed, and I go check my account, and sure enough, they've hacked my account, so i got to change my passwords and all that stuff. And But it got me thinking about this coronavirus. Now, go on, ask me, how do you connect the two, Dave? Go ahead, Dave. How do you connect your PayPal hacked account with the coronavirus? 
I clicked the button and it didn't work. <laughs> I was waiting for it. <laughs> what the hell? The coronavirus has caused technical difficulties. Please excuse our... Apparently it has. What the heck happened there? It was supposed to do that. Don't give me that soft shake line. Don't give me that comeback chase of this time. Don't muddle it up. Don't water it down. Give me everything you got right here right now. I wasn't worried about the coronavirus and my my accounts, my, my, my accounts on anything. I wasn't worried about it. Until someone... <laughs> who shall remain nameless, but his initials are Rodbo, <laughs> who works in IT and specifically IT security, starts sending me yes. articles about, dude, do you know what these things are doing? These 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 companies are doing with your information and and all this coronavirus stuff is just opening up windows, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you've got um what we call, you know, world organizations, governments and the like intelligence agencies that are are trying to manipulate health information. Um, and, and so many ways that they can hack these 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 companies don't necessarily have the greatest security. They, they do have some. But, you know, what companies are we, talking about? Are, we talking about, are we talking about medical company like my doctor's office? Medical companies. But we're also talking about. um you know, drug companies as well. I mean, I sure they, they protect their secrets and whatnot. And um, so you've got, you've got these nations sponsored organizations that have unlimited funds to an extent that can, can try and hack these companies 24 seven. And a lot of times it only takes one person to click and a link in an email uh, to, to cause a way for these companies or countries to get into that. And then kind of they can distort information. Once they get inside, they can manufacture information. And that's the scary thing. That's the scary thing. It it isn't that they're stealing Dave's medical records because literally nobody cares. And what are they going to do? I mean, it's not like they're going to blackmail me because, Dave, did you know that you have diabetes? Well, no kidding. But, but, But that disturbed me. This they can replicate information. And yes create false information yeah disinformation campaigns and that they can you know to try and undermine public trust so even the testing facilities they could you know they could get into those and if they can manipulate the data then you know the media and the governments relying upon the information that we get from these companies that all of a sudden if it's false and they're they're driving up the hysteria who does that really benefit so wait a minute. This information that these testing facilities has, which is which is that we don't really know. I mean, we've heard that the testing is flawed, that it didn't yes. work, so they had to redo the test. We don't actually know how many cases there are. I think the F, the CDC today, if I remember right, I looked at their website, but I got to be honest with you, right now my vision has gone. <laughs> so and I don't know that's why. why you couldn't play your music. I don't know why. Um but I think it was like 109,000 reported cases worldwide now. Okay. That's it. It's not much. Seven and a Compared half to the flu. billion people on the planet. hundred and I mean, even if I'm wrong and it's 150,000 worldwide. And they're creating this disinformation. Like I said, this is, this is, this is Alex Jones's wet night, wet dream. I mean, this is this is him going bananas right now because these governments are trying to kill you or or something. And I go back to my argument with a, a friend about 
what exactly are they trying to do? If they were weaponizing this, he said it's a weapon of terror. And despite the fact that we all recognize the fact that this is just overblown, it's it's by now I don't care who, who gets mad when I say this. It's nonsense. People are still getting nonsensical about it. And who is it that benefits from that? Who is it that's driving that? And what if I have two theories? You ready for you ready for my first sure. theory? Let me take what a drink. If, okay. <laughs> take a drink. Take a drink. Take a drink. Take a drink. I gotta try some of that. I like stouts. Yeah, you like, like this one. Yeah. It, it's chocolatey. Yeah, it's chocolatey. Keiko nips. <laughs> Put a Keiko nips. Yeah. Sounds like something I'm going to say to my wife later. Keiko and coffee. Nips. Keiko nips Keiko and coffee. Nips. <laughs> it's going to be a nickname from now on. Hey, Keiko nips. That's why she knows you've been drinking. What? That's why she knows you've been drinking. Why? Because I call her Keiko nips? Because <laughs> you walk into the room and say, Keiko Yeah, that's not the only thing I say. So. Anyway, <laughs> point being that it's time to medicate Ben. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, where was I? Keiko tips, tits, nips. <laughs> All right. So first theory. You were talking about the Alex Jones link. First theory here. What if it's the Chinese who are who are hacking these computers or their good friends, Kim Jong's and the, the North Koreans, for those of you who don't get that reference. And I don't know who you would be, and I have no idea why you would be listening to this. But uh, at any rate, what if it's the, the Norks and the Chinese doing this? hacking this to make it look worse than it is, which is totally the opposite of everything that everybody's saying. Everybody's saying, oh, they're trying to hide everything. They're trying to hide everything. They're trying to hide everything. What if they're not? What if they're trying to make it look worse than it really is? It could be. What would they gain if they did? What would they gain successfully from that? Well, I haven't seen our stock market crash a bit. Right. And so... Yeah, they get, you know, that it's also the election discord that happens from that. They can influence the election, which is my second theory. My second theory is that the Chinese have nothing to do with this. The Chinese who are currently saying, sorry, are bad, um, have nothing to do with this. This is entirely being driven by the uh, I was talking to my my brother this morning and, and my cousin brother and Literally, the only way Trump can lose in November, conventional wisdom says, and again, you know how I feel about conventional wisdom, um, conventional wisdom says the only way he can lose in November is if the economy crashes. And damned if the economy isn't crashing. Yeah. But it's not. The economy is not crashing. Yeah. I have the same amount of money I have in my wallet right now as I, as, as I did the other day, which is completely zero. Yeah. <laughs> but not in my 401k. That's not the case. Right, but that's going to come back. Yeah. That's a long-term that's I, investment. I'm not worried. This is what, that's, that's what Chris keeps saying. Why are these people panicking? They're doing stupid things and panicking, and they don't need to do this. It's a long-term thing. And unless you're 65 or 67, there's no reason whatsoever to panic about this, because a year from now, <laughs> it's going to be back. Why? Because the election will be over. Yes. And either the markets will be satisfied that Trump is still going to be large and in charge, or they'll be panicked then because the communists will be in charge. Right? Yeah. And at that point, that's my second theory. 
my my brother cousin his theory is the same thing happened in 2008 where sorry i have the coronavirus um where the <laughs> where the uh, housing market collapsed yeah and it was a reasonably close race until that point until john mccain pulled his we need to come off the campaign trail and you know everybody sing kumbaya in congress while we um, self uh, self quarantine ourselves in Congress to work on this problem on behalf of the American yeah. people and Barack Obama went Pfft. right yeah up until that point it was a reasonably close race it was but at that point it just kind of went out the window and so there's this theory that somebody's willing to crash the economy to get the election results they want yep that could very well be that's the only thing. It's the only thing I can come up with because nothing else explains this idiocy. <laughs> really, nothing does. So the the potential winners of that type of scenario is the the left. Are they? Uh, could be nation states wanting to change the current administration out. Right, because they think Trump this, this is a very Nixon-esque kind of thing. Remember, the Russians were afraid of Nixon because they thought he might actually drop a nuclear bomb, sorry, nuclear bomb on them. Same with Reagan. They thought Reagan was really going to do that. And so they would rather have Teddy, Teddy, what's his name? Kennedy. Yeah. Which is why they conspired with him to fix an election, but it didn't work. Yeah. Funny how that doesn't work. Anyway. And and that's why the uh, hostages were released. Yeah. Hostages? What hostages? Oh, you mean this? Ho- these hostages? We don't know Here what you're go. talking about. We found these guys in the closet. I just came in this morning, and here they were. And yeah. And again, if you're under forty, you won't get that. But at any rate, or if you don't know how to use Google, so <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just I'm becoming. I don't want to say uh, farcically sarcastic about the whole thing. And I don't want to not take the coronavirus seriously, but I'm having a hard time taking the coronavirus seriously, even though I have an upper respiratory infection and it's making me cough and hack and the whiskey isn't really helping. Um, but at the same time, I feel like something ain't right here with this whole thing. Why the hell are people buying toilet paper? I don't know. What the? I was, we were in Target today. We had to go get my prescription, my insulin because I'm a diabetic type 2 diabetic which is probably not the best thing in the world to sit here and drink whiskey and Sprite but uh, right before I go to bed so my Traceba which is my insulin costs three freaking hundred dollars for a four week supply ouch well I called the company that makes it and went dude what the hell bitch this is Modesto and And they they sent me a little thing, and they said, here, take this to the pharmacy. And so it ended up costing $10, which tells me that something ain't right here, because how do you go from $300 to $10, and nobody nobody bats an eye? Well, you know, having worked in the medical field uh, as IT support. Right. Explain (laughs) this to me. uh, I can tell you that uh, they'll inflate billing numbers. In ways to, yeah, they only get Medicare allowable for a lot of the procedures that they perform, but they will try and load up the 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 different 
codes, mm-hmm. billing codes mm-hmm. to try and get money because if they don't get it, then it's a write-off. A, a tax write-off. Yes. So somebody, I won't mention the Norvik company that, that I dealt with, just wrote off $290 worth of insulin. That yeah. Now, I as a taxpayer <laughs> get to fork over to the government because they're not going to get it from them, right? Sure. Yeah. So I was happy about this $10 insulin thing. I was feeling pretty good. In fact, my wife said, we should go to lunch, spend the money we were going to spend on this. <laughs> and I bought a new keychain. See? Submarine. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Upside down. Submarine service. Keychain. I went to the Navy <laughs> Exchange and bought that. And by the way, the Navy Exchange had, I want to say a buttload of, I was going to say a shitload, but that would be mean, a buttload of toilet paper. They had more toilet paper than you could shake a stick at, so to speak. And I thought, well, okay, so the base has plenty of toilet paper, but Target had none, which is the whole point of what I was trying to say when I got distracted. Um, Target didn't have any toilet paper. And I couldn't figure out why. I'm like, so my future son-in-law works for um, a large grocery warehouse, grocery chain that runs with Costco. (coughs) And, uh, he said that people are lining up outside the door in about 200 people before they open. And in 30 minutes, all of their toilet paper is gone. Why? I have no idea. I don't get it. What What the hell does toilet paper do for you for coronavirus? I, I guess if you're stuck at home, you can use it to blow your nose or you can use it for other things that it's intended for. But uh, I, 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 I really don't know because the reality is, is that once this blows over, toilet paper sales are going to tank. <laughs> There's a newspaper down in Australia somewhere that is printing extra pages, blank pages. Do you want to guess why? So that people could use that? Use it for toilet paper. I'm so sorry, being, sir, but do you have a square to spare? Being, no, I have no square to spare. I can't spare a square. None. I recognize that voice. God. Again, if you're under 40, you're not going to get that. But, <laughs> I don't even have the sound bite because I didn't even think we were going to go there. That's awesome, though. Holy crap. What were we talking about? There's a, a newspaper. They're, so they're doing their part to help by printing extra paper, which, of course, kills trees, which is bad for the environment. Right, awesome. Greta Thunberg will be upset. but <laughs> And you can't flush it. You can't flush it. So it's like you might as well live in freaking Mexico. <laughs> right? I mean, what's the point of that? If I want to live in Mexico, I'd move to Mexico. I don't want to live in Mexico. I want to live in California. I want to live in Washington. The United States. One of them. Go to, probably go Wyoming. Go to Mexico and have a Corona. <laughs> I can have a Corona here. I can have a Corona in Kirby, Wyoming. Although, why the hell I would have a Kirby, go to Kirby and have a Corona is beyond me when I can have the delicious Wyoming whiskey, which I have now had, what, four shots of? Did you have four? You only played yeah. it sound bite three times. Yeah, because it wouldn't play that one time, remember? Uh, that's true. So, I've, yeah, I've had four shots of that. I'm feeling Dude. Like, What? <laughs> You've had more alcohol than I've had. Well, yeah, but mine doesn't have chocolate nips. Nibs. <laughs> tits. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, the point is, people are panicking over this, and I can't figure out why. why? Okay, the Purell I get to a degree, yeah. except that if you're like me, I, I, I can sit here at this desk and look around and I can see three bottles of it already that, that have been purchased somewhere along the way that are at least a yeah. year old. 
you don't need to buy a giant bottle of Purell. No. You're just going to waste it. So, yeah, I'm not like you, but I have really my wife. Yeah, chocolate nibs. <laughs> my my wife actually has an, uh, a compromised immune system, so I have Purell everywhere, right. and we use it. <laughs> right, and that makes sense. And we've washed our hands, but we've been washing our hands and using Purell for at least the last two years. Did you run out and buy more? Not recently, but I'm, one, Why I'm not? wondering if not, I'm going to be able to find it. Why not? It. <laughs> because uh, don't you get it? The coronavirus, your wife has a compromised immune system. You're, you want your wife to get sick, don't you? Clearly. <laughs> no. You can't joke about this. If you joke about it, you're being insensitive to people. <laughs> no, but there have been sick people that have come to work that I've said, hey, if you're going to come to work sick, I'm going home well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God. I walked into. So last Thursday, I walked into my job. And standing there, just just minding my own business, and started coughing. As I've been coughing throughout this show, as you've noticed, there's no video yeah. of this, but um, so Rod, Rod has seen me turn my microphone off several times to cough. I start doing that, and the manager says, "You know what? We don't really need you tonight. <laughs> just go home." <laughs> I said, "Okay, not a problem to me. I don't know why people are panicking." And the things they wanted, the, the, the Purell, which I can actually almost understand. Although, again, how much of it do you need? And the toilet yeah, paper thing, much. I don't Not get Not at home, anyway. I don't get the toilet paper thing. I feel like I'm missing yeah. something, and I, and I don't know what it is. I feel, like I'm, I feel like I'm the only person on the planet that doesn't get it. I feel like I'm the only person in the world that's still talking because... Computers froze up for there for just a second. So. It it did freeze up a little bit. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe they're making spit wads. Maybe it's a spit wad oh, revolution. God, that's disgusting. <laughs> Isn't it? And not coronavirus free. <laughs> Man, that's hideous. On the submarine, you know what we used to do on the submarine? No. So uh, I'll I'll wrap up what I have to say with this, and then you can have the last little stand. So the cob, the chief of the boat, used to compute. Toilet paper usage at one roll per man per week. Wow. So you got 165 that's... guys. We're out to sea for X number of weeks, and that's how much toilet paper we would we would order, and then we'd have to store it. You know, and so people would start stealing the toilet paper rolls, not to use. They just store them in a locker somewhere that wasn't the locker they were supposed to be in. And so halfway through patrol. The cops panicking because we're we're gonna run out of toilet paper before the end of <laughs> and you know you can worry about food food they don't care about water they don't care about because we make our own coffee is a big deal but you know they they can eat sandwiches and tomato soup there's no big deal on that but toilet paper that's a different you know <laughs> there aren't so, any fig leaves around for you no. to. Get. So what he'll do then is he goes to the locker, he goes to his locker, and he starts breaking out more, right? And so he starts yeah. putting out more, 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 more. And so as soon as he starts doing that, everybody starts bringing theirs and putting it back. <laughs> and the next thing you know, you got, you're just drowning in toilet paper, which is what I imagine these idiots doing who are buying all this toilet paper. Because they're not you'll getting, see my, you'll see my garage sales. <laughs> not getting a good deal on it. I'm, I mean, I, okay, so I bought, you know, fifteen years from now, maybe hey, you want to get out the last of the toilet paper from the great coronavirus scare of 2019, 2020? <laughs> Jeez, Louise. And then what are you gonna do? At that point, yeah. you just kind of go. What else is there? Yeah. So how was your chocolate uh, nibs? 
Nips. It, nips. I'm just about nips. done, and then the nibs were good. Right. And it was very good. <sighs> Anything else you got to add to this? Uh, not at the moment. I'm feeling really good right now. <laughs> so am I. So <laughs> am I. Eat that, Whitey the Shark. Hank. <laughs> This is Modesto, bitch. Yes, it is. This is Modesto, bitch. Even though I'm not there, this this is Modesto. And this is what we do. We talk about stuff, and we talk about tech and everything else. And we're going to keep doing this uh, Diamond and Rod, DNR, I guess. I don't know. I kind of like DNR better than Diamond and Rod. Yeah, don't you? Department of Do not resuscitate. Yeah. I hadn't thought of it in those terms, but cool. That'll work for me. I'm I'm fine with that. I don't want to be resuscitated anyway. Boy, oh, anyway, that's uh, that's the basic idea. Of what we'll do, and we'll try to do this for sure weekly, if not twice a week. Although I don't know that we'll go an hour every every twice a week. That's I don't know that I can drink like this every twice. A no, week. I only wanted to do that because I wanted to. I wanted to. The hell did I want to do? I don't know. It's fun. It's definitely fun. I wanted to say chocolate nibs to my wife. That I want to do okay. for sure. But there was You'll something else I wanted to do. how that comes out. I want it. It'll come out as chocolate nibs. <laughs> or possibly, episiomatologically, it'll come out as uh, something else. Anyway, I don't know. Oh, I wanted to stick it to Chris. Whitey the Shark. Oh, there you go. show him how you actually do this, which isn't, you know, the way they're doing it. It's the way we do it. Yeah. Check. Jack. Anyway, that's the first episode. The Sands of Modesto. Running as, what is it? As the sand, as time, as the sands run through the hourglass, so the sands run through Modesto. Yes. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> we'll see you next time, everybody. Have a great day.